0: Mythology friends, I'm Kate.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen.
0: And we're the... Drunk Mythology mythology
1: mythology Gals. Gals. Oh,
2: damn. I jumped in that time because you guys said I... You thought I would jump in. No. Kate Kate said, not me.
0: uh, Yeah, no, 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 no. I went soft just to see and then we all... We came together.
1: Did we come together in the
0: end? <laughs> I'm going to have came
1: together.
2: Yeah. I, I, I know what you're doing, was... Kate. I'm not <laughs> <That> amused. Literally...
0: <laughs> but if a Slytherin can't troll a Ravenclaw, like, what? what is the point in life? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that just goes to show that I'm feeling mean and mad and ornery today and... Yes, it's a special level of mean and mad, other than my like regular baseline, <laughs> and I don't have a reason for it. So just fuck, I'm going to take it out on everybody. That's right, you all are innocent bystanders and collateral damage. <laughs> fuck it,
2: you're just going to be like Zeus today, uh, throwing a Zeus tantrum. There we go.
0: I am. This is this is my version of the Zeus pocalypse because I feel like it. Yeah. But it also probably is because I was going to do a myth that I really, really love, and then I just wasn't feel like, I was trying to research it, and I was like, ah, oh, but there's so much, it's so, there- I want to go so much deeper into it, I just, I couldn't just fit it into one episode, so I'm like, fine, I'll have to do something else that will fit into an episode, and then I happened on this myth, I'm like, oh, that's short. that's good, and I remember the myth, and then I read it, and I'm like, fuck, I hate this myth. <laughs> So, yes, I hate this myth because it turns out it is the most misogynistic myth fucking ever. Ever. Maybe aside from Medea. But literally, I'm going to tell you why it's misogynistic and then I'm going to tell you why that I think a woman probably came up with it and why things got edited. Oh, yeah. Am I going to need to pour
1: more vodka today? We have... Wonderful weather outside today. I um, I don't talk much about what I drink other than just vodka, but today I picked, I, I'm, I'm not super picky with my vodka flavors, as long as it's not Tito's. Yeah, there's the hate mail. Um, Tito's is crap. I said it.
0: Well, there goes that sponsor. Right?
1: <laughs> we can get sponsors from Zur. We can get sponsors from Pinnacle. Jack We can get Jack sponsors Daniels. from Jack yeah. uh, Jack Daniels. Yep. Um, Sky. Uh, today's flavor, Sky Peach. Because I'm just, I'm in a total summer mood with the weather we have outside today. And I'm like, yeah, Peach. That's what I'm going for. It's fucking raining in Los
2: Angeles. I'm sorry, That's really hard for you. I'm sorry. You need some peach vodka. <laughs> you can go fuck off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep drinking. What here. are you drinking?
1: Right. Jack. Okay, as always
2: yeah i'm not even gonna say anything i'm I'm just gonna get i'm just gonna get bullied if i say what i'm drinking so i'm not gonna say yeah you are
0: you are One of these days you're gonna drink on one of these episodes and i will actually smile is there at least like a
1: a a lemon wedge in this water cup
2: there's nothing a sprig of mint leaf what do we Nope. ice cubes no. Oh, it's tepid, I, I am tepid water. I am so exciting as a person that like I can't handle any extra flavor or spice in anything. Like that's why I have to drink boring water because otherwise I'll just like explode from all of the excitement that is in one me. One day.
0: One day it will happen.
2: Oh. And with that Disclaimer, do not drink and drive cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, Tito's vodka bottles,
1: <laughs> whatever. Park. Emotional yes. support. Walk cars. away from the Tito's. It's not all oh. the hype. Sorry. <laughs> okay,
0: so let's get started. A long time ago when the world was young. Okay. Okay. So, this week, it's the story of Pygmalion and Galatea. And you might know a version of this story because it's the basis of the musical My Fair Lady, which is based on the play by Bernard Shaw, which is based on the myth Pygmalion and Galatea. And I fucking hate this story. I hate it so much. Because it offends me at a fundamental level. It's supposed to be romantic. It's supposed to be a fucking love story. But it's not. It's like an incel's wet dream, which means it's the creepiest shit you will ever hear.
2: Kate, okay. can can you tell me how you really feel? <laughs> I fucking <forget> hate <laughs> it.
1: Let, let me ask a question. Okay, so I, I'm familiar with the... The play Pygmalion, I mentioned in a previous episode where senior class, uh, senior year of high school, English class, we had to read plays out loud, and Pygmalion was one of those plays, but I was a huge fan of the movie My Fair Lady. I'm all about Mm. Audrey Hepburn, and- Oh, no shade on Audrey and Rex. Love, love, love her. And, you know, in Breakfast at Tiffany's. But that goes off a whole nother little tangent Mm -hmm. rabbit hole. Um, So, but is the movie My Fair Lady supposed to be a love story? Because he's like old enough to be her father. I never got the vibe that it was supposed to be. Well,
0: they, they hint at it. Yeah, that moment when she shows back up. Right. That's the, yeah, so. Wow. You know, look, I. That's creepy. He's the, old enough to be her father. Is, see, creepy, creepy. Is that normal but at this no, time listen, period? Listen, I'm not shading May, December. And honestly, it's a credit to Rex Harrison and Audrey Hepburn's brilliance as actors And nuance and that they can actually pull this fucking awful story from total misogynistic sociocultural manipulation and British colonialism at its fucking worst Mm -hmm. uh, into something that is heartwarming. So Mm -hmm. that's all credit to them. But uh, what I'm talking about is the actual myth here. So let's start. With the main source for our myth, which comes from Ovid and his work, The Metamorphoses. Ovid was Roman, and you know that means I'm already feeling twitchy because Roman's <laughs> original copyright infringement, which is ironic, but whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> according to Ovid, um, on the island of... Cyprus there lived this insanely talented sculptor named Pygmalion and how that ends up being that must have been like the Taylor or the uh, what what's another standard hero romance novel name that must have been like the standard romantic
2: hero name <laughs> yeah William yeah something yeah. like that.
0: Pygmalion anyway. This guy apparently was the real deal in terms of his sculpture. And I don't personally, I'm not a huge sculpture fan. I'm sorry, fans of Michelangelo and Rodin. I, I can see their skill. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, you know, live your life. Sculpture to me is a little too close to creepy dolls. But Yeah, I totally anyway. get
1: the skill set that's required yeah. to do something mm-hmm. three-dimensional like that. Little, mm-hmm. little caveat. I've done an ice sculpture once. it it was essentially a two-dimensional thing. It was, there was no way I could have pulled off something three-dimensional. That's a whole nother level of skill.
0: I mean, but the thing is like a two-dimensional ice sculpture that, you know, I'm assuming that was part of like training, chef training. Yes, it was
1: part of my culinary school. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean that has a different sort of vibe and purpose.
1: Can you just say chainsaw? That was the best day
2: ever.
0: Uh, See? See? (laughs) No, but like ice sculptures have a different vibe and purpose. True. and yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the, what, anyway.
1: But yeah, P- total P- props P- to people who can do sculpture.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, according to Ovid, on the island of Cyrus, like I said, Cyprus, there lived Pygmalion. Um, and Pygmalion, for all his talent, he was an asshole. <laughs> But he probably got away with being an asshole because a he was a man and b he was talented. Sounds typical. Um, look, I love men. I just hate misogyny. Anyway, according to another second-century CE Roman pseudo Hyginus, yes, say that what was his name? Pseudo Hyginus.
2: English? <laughs> <laughs> Hygienic.
0: I, that is going to have to be a a separate episode because all the pseudos, there are multiple pseudos, there's pseudo-Apollodorus, there's, there's so many pseudos and just the word hygienist, anyway. Uh, But according to this dude, according to uh, possibly clean, if you want to, fake fake clean, clean. uh, Pygmalion's dad was Poseidon or Neptune because of Romans, but whatever. Huh. And we don't know who his mother was because that shit apparently doesn't matter. <laughs> of it and, doesn't. But I don't I don't really buy the whole Neptune Poseidon thing. So
2: whatever. Well, no one wants so, to admit Poseidon's their dad anyway. He's like the god no one cares about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pygmalion is on the island of Cyprus living his life and hating women. And I don't know if he kept a ghost or not, so don't ask me. But for some reason, he decides to start his masterwork, which happens to be a statue of the most beautiful woman he could create, carved out of ivory. And maybe he was just trying to show everybody what he thought an ideal woman should look like. I don't buy it based on the retelling of this myth, and I'll explain why in the second half. So just put a pin. This in that. is
1: sounding so, already more like a scorned, yeah. like like he got shot down. Yeah,
0: he got uh, shot yeah, down,
1: wait. and he's like, "Well, I'll show you."
0: Well, apparently part of it is he there were some prostitutes and he was like look at them living their shameful lives and they're like honey just because i wouldn't give you a blowjob for two obols, like like, (laughs) yep you know you gotta pay me in drachma for that shit Uh um anyway so day after day, week after week, Pygmalion is sculpting this woman. Now, just keep in mind that it's a statue of a nude of woman. Of course. Which was... it. But that's the aesthetic at the time. Fine, you know. Um, and credit where credit is due because he's talented. This statue is gorgeous. It is phenomenal and, you know, when art truly moves you, like I've actually cried at paintings before. It It's a weird thing when it happens but it has happened once in a while yeah um but people come to a studio and they do a double take when they see this sculpture because it's the uncanny valley they're like wait for a half a second that's real you know um and i know what you're thinking that well this is a statue is monochromatic how can you actually think that but no Apparently, ancient Greek and Roman statues, especially if they were made out of ivory, were painted. Oh. So.
1: Now, is that. Yeah. That's like legit or that's myth?
0: That is legit. Oh. Huh. That is legit. They have found fragments of statues that were painted and they found references to statues being painted. And it, you know, the pure white, you know, land facades that we see in museums are kind of the result of neglect, erosion, time, disintegration of pigment, organic pigments, things like Fascinating. that. Fascinating. So, hmm. Yeah, so there are a bunch of uh, recreations and a couple of actual restorations, and I'll find the images and put them up on Instagram. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's actually amazing because it's like, wow, this shit is colorful. Like, when I went to... um, Yes, it was Italy, so it was Rome and Pompeii. But the thing that shocks you is it's, you know, the city of Pompeii, when they excavated it, it's not like things are just brick and stone. They're painted. Rooms were colorful. Mm -hmm. Tiles were, you know... Even now, you walk through Pompeii and you're like, holy fuck! This is like... They had serious like trading spaces let's pick the wackiest color we can wow so yeah it's it's really cool um and the whole ancient world was like that we just think it's all gray and monochromatic because that's what survived but no so anyway we get back to Pygmalion the day comes when like all artists Pygmalion realizes yeah this is done and if I do anything more it will be overkill and This is like the one instance I sympathize with him because you know, you're like, okay, it's done. I can't do any more. This is amazing. Yeah. So what do I do now? Like, and there's that moment of depression that sets in because you've created something amazing and you have this rush and then it wears off and you're like, well, shit, will I ever accomplish something that good again? And you know, I'm a writer, you're a writer, you're a writer, mm-hmm. we're all writers here. We all kind of have that feeling of like, oh, I just wrote something awesome, like, oh fuck, am I ever going to be able to do that again? I, I had similar, you know?
1: even um, not even with writing the first, um, I ran a marathon for my <clears throat> 40th <laughs> birthday hey,
0: and girl,
1: all the props yeah, it, snaps It's um,
0: <laughs>
1: afterward I went through a major down I had invested Mm -hmm. 11 months of training Mm -hmm. and preparation for this I was so emotional I had such a rush in that last like quarter mile eighth of a mile coming up to that finish line and I probably didn't run for three months afterward well, yeah. I
0: mean, isn't that like the the thing that gets 99.99% of the people over the finish line? It's like that final adrenaline rush mm-hmm. after 26 miles. Yeah. And I'm mad jealous because I've always wanted to run a I've marathon. I've got such a kick ass as medal as too. I'll
1: have to post a medal on, on the, the Facebook, the Facebook. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, fine, fine. And then we'll, you know, what? I'm going to do a special marathon episode and dedicate it to Aww. you. So anyway, that's right yeah, because cause... the marathon comes from Battle of Marathon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's get back back to, to Pygmalion. So back to Pygmalion, the incel who realizes his depression isn't just because pure artistry means suffering. He went and I'm. I can't emphasize the air quotes enough here. He fell in love with his fucking Of course he did. Because she's perfect and she's hot and never says anything. And he probably hasn't gotten laid in forever, if ever, if it was ever anything than a ghost. This is the beginning of blow-up dolls. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So you would think he realized he'd need to get laid, right? (laughs) That he would go start dating, ask the local matchmaker to set him up get married, get it regularly, whatever, right? No. Wrong. <laughs> Fucking wrong. No. He starts talking to the. Oh, section. my God. talking to her. Not just talking to her, but he dresses her up. Not just dressing oh. her up, but trying different colors to see what suits oh her. Oh, putting, putting jewelry on her. He clearly has no idea you don't just walk up to women and fondle them because, to quote, Ovid. Oh, my God. He lifts up both his hands to feel the work and wonders if it can be ivory because it seems to him more truly flesh, his mind refusing to conceive of it as ivory. He kisses it and feels his kisses returned and speaking love caresses it with loving hands that seem to make an impress on the parts they touch so real he feels he fears he then may bruise her by his eager
2: pressing. Oh my god! Oh my gosh!
0: Okay, the, the, the sad thing is,
1: I know. That I, I, there's don't a don't talk about your blow up dolls that way, There okay? is a <laughs> there's <laughs> a person I know. I'm not gonna say where, how I know this person, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I can see this person behaving like that. Oh. <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay. So, hold on, it gets Of better. course or it worse. does. Of course it does. So, showing he spent way too much time trying to please goats instead of girls, Ovid then goes on to say, and I'm quoting Ovid a lot because it's fucking yeah. cold. He brings to her such presents as are surely prized by sweet girls, such as smooth round pebbles, <laughs> shells, and birds, and fragrant flowers with a thousand tints willies and painted balls <laughs> and amber tears of heliades which distill from far off trees. oh my
1: goodness
0: and then he takes her to ah!
2: <laughs> pebbles, pebbles. Ah. oh my god no the last time i picked up
0: a pebble and thought it was ooh pretty i think i might have been eight yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: definitely single digits um I mean, I can appreciate, like, there was a beach in Ireland that was all made up of semi-precious stones. And I was like, that's fucking cool. And I may have picked up a couple there, but that's
2: an exception. Yeah. I have a rock I might have accidentally taken off of a beach I shouldn't have also. But in my defense, I did not see the sign until after it was too late. And it was like, well, I already have it, so. Oh, my
0: goodness. Oh I'm sorry. Did someone last week mock me for my Columbia? <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> that was a bit more intentional. Mine was accidental. Oh.
0: Yeah. I the last time
1: I picked up a rock, I was um I was probably in like fifth or sixth grade. How old does that make me? Like ten, 10 or eleven, maybe? maybe? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh, so we've established i live on the east coast my family took a trip to the west to arizona and we rented a car for a week toured different places grand canyon at one point we drove west to hit the california state line and i had my picture taken in on this little two lane highway we pulled (laughs) off to the side my parents took a picture of me in front of the sign that says welcome to california and i picked up a rock from the other side of the sign and put it in my pocket
0: okay so i think we have established a very good exception to the rule here that you know when you're in a new or unique place yeah souvenir new experience whatever exactly Some guy brings me pebbles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to let that dead air hang there because so (sighs) creepy back to he takes her to bed. bed. No, I'm sorry. No, we shouldn't say takes
1: her. Takes it. It's a
0: statue. It's not a her. It's an it. Look, she's gendering as female at the moment because... (laughs) Trust just I'm I'm gonna say her because it's an it but it's a an it in the shape of a her okay. and that's how he's orienting yeah. me and whatever. Mm-hmm. So Mm-mm-mm. look, Pygmalion takes his ivory statue blow-up sex doll to bed. And I'm gonna go back to Ovid here because he says He lays her on a bed, luxurious, spread with coverlets of Tyrian purple dye, and naming her the consort of his couch, lays her reclining head on the most soft and downy pillows, trusting she could feel. What is this dude smoking? Uh, Or probably nothing and needs to Or drinking? So yeah I, he should be probably at this oh point my God. so the text implies that because she couldn't truly return his affection he grows despondent you think however i think it's after bruising his dick one too many times i think he realizes this isn't going to work out the way he thought oh it would <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes i went there because you know statue needs a little incredibly- tweak it was, it was an incredibly lifelike statute. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my goodness! So about this time, and you got to love the coincidences in mythology because they have no apologies for all the blatant usage of coincidence. The Festival of Aphrodite is taking place on Cyprus. Now, I'll do a lot more on Aphrodite in other episodes, but for now, you just need to know she's the goddess of love and sex, and she was born from the <coughs> seafloor. <laughs> <film>. Ha, <laughs> arriving Uh on the arriving on the half Uh shell and cyprus is her quote-unquote home base so yeah she's a big fucking deal on cyprus wow where pygmalion lives and hates women oh you can see where this is going wow so in ovid's version bit in ovid's version he calls her venus because romans whatever she's my aphrodite forever okay um pygmalion goes to the festival makes a sacrifice at the altar which would be a snow white heifer with her horns painted gold that they then fucking slaughter which just goes to show again these men who created this religion have no fucking clue of what a woman actually wants sacrificed to them because it's not a pretty white cow with gold horns and oh he offers up frankincense because eau de abattoir is like the drugstore knockoff of Chanel Number 5, and no one wants I'm gonna that. I'm going to pause
1: just a second. I would actually be happy if my husband slaughtered a heifer and proceeded to cook it and make dinner for me so I didn't have to do that.
0: <laughs> Bandit apparently agrees with you. <laughs> hey, yeah. he wants to take yeah. on dinner? Have at it. <laughs> but there was no dinner out of this there was just a lot of cat cow- pretty cows being right. slaughtered i don't know oh my goodness making more so, work I, for the women exactly because mm-hmm. he didn't cook that shit oh. so pygmalion offers up his prayer and request and this is probably the first time he thinks he's making a legit prayer because he hates women and love so he clearly wouldn't have ever really been honest to aphrodite but he's still a lying fuck Because, and I'm going to quote Ovid here again, because he says it so perfectly. If it is true, O gods, that you can give all things, I pray to have as my wife, but he did not dare to add, my ivory statue made and said, (laughs) one like my ivory, and there it legitimately cuts off. Now, you cannot pull a fast one like that on the goddess of love. You Mm -hmm. just can't. Don't try an example. This is an example of a guy being like, um, yeah, you're, I'm a CEO and I drive a Ferrari. And you can just see Aphrodite going, uh huh, uh huh. Careful what uh you ask for. I see this going very badly. Well,. We're going to discuss that because Aphrodite was listening and she knew what was really in his Uh heart. And she's like, it's been a while since I've heard something this interesting. Let's see what happens. Like literally, she's thinking, let's see what happens because I'm bored. (laughs) So she makes the flames on the altar jump three times to signal her favor of his request. And yes, that is Bandit in the background because he's back and he's not happy I'm not paying attention to him and Pygmalion rushes home because he's like oh I just got a text message <laughs> from Aphrodite. like shit's going down <laughs> so I am going to finish by just letting you luxuriate in a passage from Fifty Shades oh of oh my
1: goodness oh it's so going we're there. about to hear and, what he finds when he gets back home
0: oh yes. When he returned, he went directly to his image maid, bent over her and kissed her many times while she was on her couch. And as he kissed, she seemed to gather some warmth from his lips. Again, he kissed her and he felt her breast. The ivory seemed to soften at his touch and its firm texture yielded to his hand as honey wax of mount (laughs) Hymettus <laughs> turns to many shapes when handled in the sun, and surely softens from each gentle touch. He is amazed, <laughs> but stands rejoicing in his doubt, while fearful there is some mistake. Again, and yet again, <laughs> Gives trial to his hopes by touching with his oh hand. My God. It must be flesh. <laughs> oh the veins pulsate beneath the careful oh test of God. his directed finger. Directed. Oh okay. my God! Careful test. <laughs> directed Hang on. finger. Hang on. Hang on, we're not done yet. Nope. Then indeed, the astonished hero poured out lavish thanks to Venus, pressing his raptured lips to the statue's lips. <sighs> Now, real, true to life, the maiden felt kisses given to her, and blushing, lifted up her timid eyes so that she saw the light and sky above, as well as her rapt lover while he leaned gazing beside her. And all this at once! The goddess graced the marriage she had willed when nine times a crescent moon had changed, increasing to the full, the statue bride gave birth to her dear daughter Paphos. And from which famed event the island takes its name, the island of Pathos. And apparently, uh, Pygmalion and Galatea also had two other kids named Matharme and Basios, but Ovid Ovid doesn't give a fuck about them. They
2: didn't have an island named after them, so yeah.
0: And I'm not going to let you say another Mm. word because Mm -hmm. I'm saving it all for when we come back. Yeah, right after this, because I'm a tease. Hey, Drunk Mythology friends. I'm Kate, And I'm the other Jen. Wait, where's original Jen this time? Original Jen is busy cleaning out Sleepnir's stall. I mean, with eight legs, who knows how many stomachs that horse has? Or is that cows?
1: Um, I think you're thinking of cows because that was one of our trivia questions in that trivia game we're testing out behind the scenes. And I think the... Cows have eight stomachs, or was it four? I mm. I don't know. I got that question <laughs> wrong.
0: <laughs> well, uh, no matter how many stomachs, she's not here. But we are here to tell you about Anchor for podcasting with no cow stomachs. <laughs> not unless you want to do a podcast about cows, which you totally could because it's super easy to start a podcast with Anchor. Is there a platform for cows to listen? Like could Cows even listen to a podcast? Anchor would distribute your cowcast across all popular podcast platforms. How did we get onto cows? Because we were wondering how many stomachs a horse has, or was it cows? Regardless, feeding all those stomachs costs money, which means you have to make money off your cow cast, which is why Anchor is a great place to start, because you can start making money from the get go with Anchor. But
1: how much does it cost? Like, okay, how many smoothies does Fenrir have to sell in order to pay for his podcast about smoothies? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so drunk today.
0: (laughs) Wait, I thought Fenrir was doing a podcast about cows. Or was it horses? No. (laughs) I might be a little drunk too. Either way, it is totally free to have a podcast on Anchor. F-R-E-E free! Yeah, my see my fan fiction has
1: Fenrir running his own smoothie shop and I work there. <laughs> uh
0: yeah. Other Jen is talking about original Jen's books, Truth and Other Lies and The Order of Chaos, which you should all check out under her pen name of Lyra Wolf. And yeah, Wolf yeah. Fenrir. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if I want to do a podcast for Fenrir. All I'd have to do is go to anchor.fm to get started, because I'm like totally thinking that OG and I need to do that.
0: Yep. Just go to anchor, like the thingy on a boat thingy that goes to the bottom. Shut up. Yeah, we're drunk. (laughs) Yeah, it's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. You're just lucky I didn't spell out anchovy, because it was a close call. (laughs) check it out or make Fenrir sleep near and all the cows and their stomachs really upset Ah! (laughs) oh my god Kate I think this is our best ad ever indubitably (laughs) cause yeah we put the drink into drunk mythology gals Okay, time for our segment, Questions and oh Shit. Oh, my God.
2: I, wait. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I feel like this is in a way similar to, like, Locuzina. It was, like, all this long, long story to find out how we get earthquakes. Like, this is, like, how we find out what this island is named after this daughter. <laughs> like, that's, that's, the, that's the entirety of the purpose of this story. These
1: people were smoking weed when they came up with these stories. They they had to be, or or they were drinking the same freaking sky peach vodka that I'm drinking today.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? I think we're going to have to do. Bandit has dog has an opinion too. (laughs) So, I think we're adding this to the Patreon list of rabbit holes because uh, ancient uh, intoxicants and mind-altering stimulants is going down with why are there always giants what's up with the boars ash trees and all the other stuff but um
1: so let me make sure
0: i understood correctly make sure i got
1: this because i'm not the the english class person i'm the math person yeah one plus one usually equals two unless you're talking about the, you know, the little tango, then one plus one equals three. That's what happened here. Dude got busy with a statue before it was even touched by
0: Aphrodite to become not a statue. Right. So technically, I don't know if he's cheating on Galatea with the statue or... It, yeah, but I, I need a second here because Jen, not other Jen, had blithely said, oh, I like this myth. I want to know what you think now, Jen, that I've ruined it for you forever.
2: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I have never actually, like, read it in its entirety. I have always read, like, the News version. I'm like, oh, my fair lady. So, yeah, never mind. I take it back.
1: I... <laughs> I, I'm I'm struggling to even find the parallels. How did we get from this to Audrey Hepburn and Rex?
2: I guess because like yeah, it's making the the perfect woman, it's you know, the, a real the, lady, right? Well, and see, like the, he lost. Like I I was lost at the beginning when he's like, I hate all women. Like, no, I mean, I'm done. I
0: I mean I kind of understood that because the general position of ancient greeks in every single myth is they start from the moment i hate women but hey here's a myth that involves women so i'm that didn't bother me so much as the you know i i could even understand look, this guy's been shot down. He's kind of got an off-putting personality. Like, I'm very living he that list.
2: thought pebbles were a good <laughs> gift. <laughs> right? Okay, so... This man is dead to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there goes Jen with her deadpan one-liner that I am now dead. Um, but it... You know, even dressing a statue, like, I could see, you know, that's why sometimes fan fiction goes okay. way off the rails. Yeah, like, I get it. But taking the statue to bed. That, yeah. And kissing and caressing it. Mm. <laughs> and other stuff. And other stuff, exactly. Like, statue I... got and pregnant.
1: And you know
2: statue I mean... got Rednant. Did that did that cause did that cause any chafing? Well, so <laughs> no, technically the statue didn't.
0: Okay. But I wanna go for a second and look at the moment at the very end here because okay, so this statue, which has been nothingness, you know, pure ivory, Bandit Meadow, stop eating your bed. <laughs> That's gonna stay in. Anyway. Um don't at me bandit and it just added me. Um yep.
1: <laughs> I hope You're the microphone bad. is picking up his little interjections.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. Do we need Bandit as like the Greek chorus in my episodes? <laughs> anyway, but think of the moment Galatea actually comes to consciousness because it, just hang on for a second because so now real true to life the maiden felt the kisses given to her and blushing lifted up her timid eyes so that she, hang on the first thing she sees the light and sky above and then she sees her rapt lover as he leaned gazing beside her mm. so yeah and that's the point where she's I saying oh a, fuck!" exactly because even though this is Ovid, you know, the thing is, when you're looking at ancient mythology and poetry, you know, mythology was usually presented in verse, and it translates to kind of blank verse, you know, non-rhyming verse in our language, but, you know, in ancient Greek, this, or fucking Latin, this would have actually, you know, rhymed or Mm -hmm. had some sort of cadence to it. Every single order of word matters, Right? Right. Yeah. So, so the fact that the first thing she feels is she's blushing and she's shy because, oh, hi, I'm a newborn. And she looks up at the sky and then she sees her lover. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I, this is why mm-hmm. I think Aphrodite Or Venus might be a bit of a troll Mm -hmm. because, okay, Pygmalion, you want your ivory statue mate to be alive. I will make you an ivory statue mate that is alive. We hear nothing of, can she, does she have language ability upon birth (laughs) or Mm -hmm. vivification Mm -hmm. as the case may be? Like... Does he have to actually teach her how to use the bathroom? Does he have to teach her how to mm-hmm. eat, how to drink? Like, it is basically the nine months she's. And from this, basically, the minute she becomes conscious, she is married by Aphrodite to Pygmalion. And pregnant, like, about to no... deliver. You
2: know, it kind well, of reminds me of no... Sleeping Beauty
0: in a way. Right. But no, she's actually not. She doesn't get pregnant when she's a statue. She gets pregnant like right from the moment she turns, uh, turns into a human. Talk about a fast! They call her. Point. They call her the. Oh, I see. Okay, so I'm statue
1: bride. I'm going back and looking at what this says. Nine times a crescent moon had changed. Yeah, that's the nine, nine months, months of. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: So and they call her the statue bride because you know her unique provenance, whatever, whatever. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, Pygmalion actually gets to experience fatherhood before the baby's born because he's got newborn Galatea on his hands. Like, we don't know what level of um, maturity and mindset and language ability and life ability she's born with. She was a statue.
1: And after the way he's treated her, she could be a total diva
0: bitch. Well, mm-hmm. she could also be deeply traumatized. <laughs> you know, like hello Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Yeah. And you know, and that's why I'm I'm voting that Ovid may have retold this story and skewed it to point out the fallibility and inferiority technically of women. Mm-hmm. But i and this is very going against all academic grain in my soul but part of me is like you know i bet there was a woman's version of this myth that was a little saltier. oh yeah and poked pygmalion a bit more totally and actually may have had galatea Not just being a problem child at first, but throwing shade. And
1: probably the more accurate version.
0: (laughs) Because also, Aphrodite, Meadow, stop that. Meadow is agreeing with me because she is so full of rage, she is scratching and trying to eat her bed. Right. Because she's like, no one's making me the consort of his couch. No one's bringing me pebbles. You don't bring me pebbles. <laughs> oh oh. All right. So anyway, let's wrap up questions and shit with that because... Oh my God. Yeah. I I think that there is a lost version of this. There has to be. Because there's... It's the... They rolled out the fucking red carpet for trolling. And nobody trolls it. But I am... Yep. And Meadow yeah. is.
1: Yeah. The, oh, my. Yeah.
0: I am I so, so blown away. So now your homework is to go back and watch My Fair Lady. Oh, I totally going to see it in a different light now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. You ruined now, it for me. I loved that no, movie. No, no. <laughs> Remember we can all sing the songs we can all love audrey we can all love rex and also i forget the guy alfred yeah. Hyde white other, alfred, the other guy the other guy yeah you know and we can all sing the rain in spain i love that yes musical and i accept it for what it is the time period it came from bernard shaw blah 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 but yeah we can always so here's here's a bigger point I want to make, because it kind of relates to a lot of books I love and things that have happened, like if you heard the Laura Ingalls Wilder scandal about, you know, and it's true, I even remember reading you know, Laura Ingalls Wilder and when Ma says, the only good Indian is a dead Indian, I'm like, whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa! Hmm. Mm -hmm. So, we can read and appreciate things that have Sort of cultural cringe factor in a now more enlightened and educated and right. understanding and embracing mm-hmm. environment. Yes, yes. You know, yes. like, mm-hmm. and hey, we just go back to like the Loki sauna and the <laughs> yes and where they're calling people gay wizards. Yeah, <laughs> s- gay bottom Sissy. wizards, like. You know we can still appreciate the humor of sleeping with your brother in (laughs) front yes yeah yeah Uh, that's that's never uh, going to lose its punch yeah you know it's understanding and appreciating is different than endorsing very true absolutely and i think that's in a where we are now as a culture where it's all like extremes and absolutes that's the nuance and complexity we sometimes skim over accidentally or otherwise so anyway that's that's pygmalion galatea and my culture wars commentary and i am fucking I, I i yeah wow i yeah, wow, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> and we will have a watching night for my fair lady on paper <laughs> we'll do a sing-along oh my gosh because I intend to ruin everything for everyone—that is my mission. We'll do in life. a
1: single. Yeah. We'll do like the the karaoke version where we sing along.
0: No you guys means. were too quiet for a
1: second there. Come on! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm deep in the vodka now. It's yeah.
2: You know, no, I was gonna I, say, I'm not even going to need to ask if you are drunk <laughs> at this point. I am totally. Yep. <laughs> So and next week's myth is Wait, 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 wait.
1: Okay, I have to All right, this is what. This is is this my fourth episode? I I'm math person. I should know this. Next week is May the 4th. Do you guys know what that means? Do you? Do you? I feel like you? I'm about to Day day before Cinco de Mayo? It's my wedding anniversary. What? <laughs> no, kidding. Well, it is my wedding anniversary, but my, don't let my husband hear this episode. More importantly, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is star, I am so tagging Sam. Star Wars Day, May the Fourth. You know, May the Force be yeah. with you. May the Fourth, Star Wars Day. C- can we do like, please, please, please? I'm like okay, Arnold okay, Horseshack, okay, okay. Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. Can we do a Star Wars theme?
0: Is there any All right, we will we will do a Star Wars themed drunk mythology gals There's episode. Got to be some parallels. Because, There's got to be. Yeah, it's I think now that I think of it, yeah, yeah, there are and I'm going to have a little trouble trying to figure out which parallel I'm going to take cuz <laughs> Woo! Ah, yeah. yeah, I'm hijacking shit. That's right. Uh, that's why we love you. And Jen, are you are you in, Jen? Yes.
2: <laughs> I don't think I have a choice. <laughs>
0: wait, wait, wait! You live in the land of the mouse. The mouse co-opted. That's Star right, Wars,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's owned by the mouse. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, and I, I'll tell you guys what. You know what we're gonna do even beyond the Star Wars Day? Ooh. We're going, I, I have thoughts and feelings on the latest trilogy. Okay. And I want to talk about that stuff. Cause I am, I have rage. There's, I mean, there, there's stuff to
1: break down in the original three. There's stuff to break down in the prequel
0: three. Okay. The, so yeah. Yeah. look, okay. Here's what we'll do next week. We will find the Greek and we will do oh my god Jen we're going to come together it's going to be a Greek and Norse episode
2: <gasps> yeah. and like here well I just I mean, have exactly. a I have a very dark secret oh. that is going to be revealed <laughs> Let's walk. Oh never, Talk about dark secrets.
1: Luke, I am your father.
2: <laughs> yeah! No, you've I've actually. Seen... Okay, I mean, okay. I mean, I've seen like one of them, and I've seen like half of other ones at like Circuit City, if you remember that from the 90s, because <gasps> that's when I always had to like, they would always have playing. <laughs> Yeah, because your dad used to go and spend hours in the city, so you know, watch the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 what I did. And yeah, and so that's that's why we have seen them. So that's only parts of them, and then I've never seen the newest ones. I've only seen the worst ones, apparently, (laughs) one through three. (gasps) Oh Oh, no! Oh man! (laughs) Okay, you have to watch four, five,
1: and six. The original three. If you don't ed- yeah oh okay so four and
0: five at a minimum yeah. people, <laughs> okay everybody out there we are going to schedule the miseducation mm-hmm. here we yeah yeah this is going down <laughs> next week people oh. okay i will i will take one moment and vouch for it that i know that your mom is more of a Trekkie.
2: Yes, that's
0: right. I'm rolling my eyes. You can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes. (laughs) Look, look, your mom and my dad dragged the rest of us to every single Star Trek movie. Yes. Oh my gosh. I still have nightmares about the little ear things in
2: the Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most of my nightmares came just from Star Trek. Uh, yeah. And so the Borg and all
0: it. that. Uh. So, your mom taught me certain songs, and she and my dad, like, inculcated me into the world of Star Trek. So, I get it. I get it. But you need to watch the originals all the way through, and we're going to do this together. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. This is awesome.
0: Okay, so we're going to do this and we're going to, oh, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to audio hijack it and screenshot it as we watch it live with Jen.
2: It's going to be interesting.
0: Oh, it's going to be fabulous. Epic. It's going to be good. We're going to to figure this out and we're going to post it and get everybody on board. But yeah, so next week will be May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, and I'll explain that I did used to lisp and occasionally still. So anyway, <clears throat> moving right along. Don't forget to add yourselves to our social media scrolls on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals.
1: On TikTok at Drunk Mythology Gals.
2: Or on the web at Drunk Or on patreon slash drunk mythology com is that correct <laughs> uh uh it would probably be you know what
0: i should fix that <laughs> it's patreon slash drunk patreon.com slash drunk mythology okay i was close <laughs> okay or if
1: you can't find any of that stuff just ask us by email and we will answer you in a couple even if it's yeah, email. in a couple of weeks we'll get around to checking the email drunk or as soon as jen's yeah up.
0: drunk mythology gals at gmail.com <laughs> so once again thank you for joining us and not running away screaming please subscribe leave a rating or review and tell your friends and family about us especially if they've done something to piss you off and you want to get back at them <laughs> Finally, always remember, if the gods can behave badly and take blow-up dolls to bed, then so can you.